0: You're listening to the Visually Stunning Movie Podcast, the place to come for movie reviews, along with some extra fun talk about movie-related topics like box office and awards. You can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and basically any place else you can find podcasts. You can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter for even more content. If you like what we do, feel free to share us with your friends, like and leave feedback wherever you listen to us, and let us know what you think. Now, let's get on with the show. Ryan, it is Christmas season uh, And I, amazingly, uh, Hollywood is dropping a lot of movies this week As yeah. the Christmas holiday hits on Saturday, which is amazing um, Last week we got Tom Holland and Spider-Man No Way Home um, mm-hmm. Which we both pretty much enjoyed uh, This what? week there's, there's a lot of films coming out Uh, This week, we have uh, The Matrix opens on the 22nd. We have the film we're going to talk about in a second that also opens on the 22nd. Uh, We have American Underdog with Zachary Levi opens on Christmas Eve or day, depending on how you want to look at it, I guess. Um, There's an animated film that we're going to talk about that also opens on the 22nd. So there's a little something for everybody come the Christmas season. Uh, the film we're going to talk about is actually shouldn't be released right now. It should have been released a year oh. ago.
1: Please.
0: Uh, at least. At um, least uh, from, uh, from 20th Century Studios. So it's one of those Disney Fox buyout slash COVID super delayed movies. Uh, and that would be the third Kingsman movie, The Kingsman, which is our prequel, uh, How We Got. Too eggsy, really, is how the how the, how it boils down. Uh directed by Matthew Vaughn. So, you know, not unfamiliar with the material. Um, Ralph Ralph Fines, uh, Gemma Arterton, Rise Iphens, uh every, there's a million people in this freaking film, it feels like. Uh Jimon Hansu, uh Charles Dance, who, who actually is great in everything he shows up in, but uh, I mean, it's I mean, there's a lot of people. Tom Hollander is in it. Hollander, not Holland, uh, not Spider Man. Um, Daniel Bruhl. I mean, yeah, it's it's really great. A pack full of a lot of uh, character actors. Uh, but we go back to pre and post World War One. And the genesis of the King's Man Independent Intelligence Organization. Um, The first film was really, I mean, I really liked it. Um, I thought it had great energy. The second one, uh, a little dicey. Where did you fall on those first two before we get into this one?
1: Uh, You know, I I remember enjoying the first one quite a bit. Enough so that I really looked forward to a sequel. Yeah I think we Um, all did uh, But was not given the sequel That I think that we all wanted Uh, Part of the charm Of the original if I remember Correctly was It's Britishness Um, It didn't hurt And and so When you transplanted the story And brought it over to America It wasn't I don't know as interesting I guess It just it didn't work Right
0: well, now we go back to the British side, or at least the European side. Let's go European yeah. for, for the Kingsman. Uh, where, where, how'd you feel about this one?
1: Um, mm, well, I mean, honestly, I walked out trying to figure out what it was about the first one that I liked. Uh, because, yes, this goes back to being more British-European. And for me, a lot of it's kind of boring. Um, they, you know, they, they're advertising this as this kind of nonstop action film. And that's not what it is. No, that, I that's had, true. I had had a real hard time really caring about any of the characters. And that's problematic in this one because, uh, there's a father son relationship that you probably should care about. Yeah. Um, at least, um, that I just really, you know, didn't, I don't, I I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know if it's the, the tone or what it is, but uh, I, I like it better than the second one. um, But I, I don't know that I'm, you know, hoping for anything. Well, you know, at this point, I don't think that I care if they make any more.
0: I and, um, and I don't know if they will
1: which and you know and that's kind of problematic in the sense that I know they'd like to yeah um that they they are trying to you know they, they are trying to build this universe um and I really couldn't care less at this point I think
0: <laughs> that's 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 not unfair. None of the, none of those comments are unfair. Yes, the second one really did dial back the enthusiasm that people had for the Kingsman universe, uh, and it might be I didn't, I hadn't considered just the the Americanization of it. It just I don't I don't know if, if the the tonal difference is a result of that or if it's independent of that, but I can see what you're saying because the American sensibilities maybe are a little different. No, they're not maybe a little different. They are a little different than, than British sensibilities. Um, but I just thought that the story wasn't as well put together as the first one, which is why I was, that's why I, I, I liked, again, I I did like this one better than that sequel, but that sequel really didn't make that hard. Um, I thought that the, the energy of the first one, in the action sequences, which they they have, but you're right, it's not this
1: nonstop go 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 it's, it's mostly the uh, the last uh, the last act yeah, is when a, a lot of the um, you know a lot of the action happens so
0: yeah the the first the first half or so uh, it really is just kind of setting up. Um, the world that has to change to generate the Kingsman. And and unfortunately that that's a lot of father, father, son, talkie talk. Um, There's a lot of the politics because it does uh, draw on real world politics of the time. Yeah. To get Uh, these people into world war one.
1: Correct. So, so, and, and, and I don't know, I mean, I don't I, uh, I guess I, I, I in the past, I've never really had an issue with manipulation of history or, or you know, or at least not serious reservations. I mean, Tarantino right. does it all the all the time. And we all just kind of say, oh, isn't that funny? Uh, but I guess maybe there's a part of me that the, the and there's there was no way that, that they could have foresaw this, but. We're, we're living in a era where the rewriting of history is actually something that's taken place. Um, but there are a, a lot of people who are trying to change the history narrative and, and things. And so it's almost, uh, I guess for me, I shouldn't take it this seriously, but you know, a revisionist history film to me just isn't that interesting uh, right now. um, you know we've got enough conspiracy theories, in the, and, and this is this is you know really a movie about you know uh, a conspiracy theory and to a certain extent, and you know uh, shadow organizations, and it's it's nothing that you know we haven't seen before. But I guess I, I'm just not in the the mood or the place for it right now. Right. Um, it, it kind of just I don't know. I you know, I don't know why it, it it bothered me. It didn't bother me a lot, but. Uh, you know, if I'm thinking about it, which, you know, typically I, I, don't think I would have, I think it would have been, okay, yeah, this is funny. You find a place in history and we squeeze in and, uh, uh, you know, it, it's doesn't, been done. a Yeah. Lot. It doesn't change the events. Well,
0: so, oh, okay. So if you, okay. So if you want to look at it that way, then let's okay. talk. Um, cause I, I totally get what you're saying about, are we, are they, are, because they're not changing the history, the events. No, but they're, they're changing they're, maybe the motivations. The motivations and of things. the events, and, and so, I, and I, I, I get that. So let's compare that um, to something that to uh, to two somethings. Let's let's compare it to two somethings um, of the same that are closer to each other than they are the King's Man, um, uh, Sherlock Holmes, Game of Shadows, sure, and the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Which basically are the same film,
1: yeah.
0: Um, but they deal with yeah. they deal with people trying to start a world war. Now, neither one is expressly played for laughs, although they are both humorous, Correct. one more so than the other. Um, and they're both they're both built around completely fictional characters set in a real world. Now. Does that make it different that The King's Man and man we're really going really weirdly political in this. Really it deals with King George and the uh, you know uh, the German chancellor and the Russian czar, Like three real people. So again, does it does it matter that those are real people as opposed to completely fictional people? Does that make a difference in your head? looking at it now
1: it might i mean I, it's and I, I guess you know but i also think okay so how do i feel about you know the watchman how do i feel about this there's, there's a lot of stories that that do this well um, even
0: well even the watchman's a little different because the watchman creates a separate universe and moves with it tarantino has built his own universe he doesn't play yeah. in history he changes it and then runs his universe from the, that point Sure. Whereas this does not, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen does not, Sherlock Holmes does not. Um, It keeps history the same and just deals in those margins. So I I wonder if it's the realism of having, as actual characters in the film, three real people, but now ascribing to historical figures
1: motivations and backstories. and, and and to be fair, the, the characterizations are pretty outrageous. Yeah. Um, there's there's nothing really in this film that suggests that we should take any of that seriously. Right. Um, although the film does kind of take itself seriously. Um, well, I which, think I think
0: that's part. I think that was part of the charm of the first one is that everything was played straight. It was completely over the top. But it was, you know, it, it's almost and maybe it is the British thing again. Because, you know, part of what makes, say, Monty Python so funny is that no matter how outrageous whatever they were doing was, everything was played straight. And you just had to deal with the fact that they were giving it to you straight. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and so I think that was part of the, the, the joy of the first film is that everything was played completely straight. Uh, and, and the second one kind of lost that because then you kind you got poppy and now you're in this. And again, everything is played pretty mundanely, except that the situations are ratcheted up, but all of the action, I mean, you know, no one's winking at the camera. There's no, isn't this cleverly blown up? Yeah. So I, I, again, now we're back well, to that uh, British versus America thing.
1: Well, and, and, you know, I'm trying to remember, it's just Samuel Jackson was in the first one, right? Yep. And, and had, it was just this crazy outrageous plot, if I remember correctly. Yep. Um, whereas that, that didn't feel like it was necessarily grounded in anything that was real, and that was kind of part of the fun of it, I think. Right. Um, in, in that it was so over-the-top ridiculous, yes, played with a, you know straight face, but uh, that it was, you know, just, uh, I guess... You know the they, they, one thing that they're they're kind of pushing with this film is is how it's it's naughty, how it's uh, <laughs> reckless, or what you know. I mean, it's over the top, it's excessive, it's all these things. Yeah. But I don't. I mean, yes, the first film was, but I don't didn't feel like this film was really pushing any buttons or envelopes or. So it was you know, too I, close. I just I just I maybe I just think that I just think it's weird that I look at the advertising for this and I think it's completely wrong because I, th- I think well, people are going to get a, a move, Not They're not going to get the movie they expect to get.
0: Well, that that's never happened in Hollywood where they completely promote
1: a film wrong. No, no never, <laughs> that, but. that's never happened. It's almost like they wanted it to be this is what, you know, the, the film they wanted it to be mm-hmm. is the film they're advertising rather than the film they actually have.
0: And I, well, I wonder if there were some cuts between I mean, because it was on the shelf for a while.
1: Yeah, I, and I don't know. I mean, it, look, it, it's uh, it, it's not a terrible movie. Uh, I think it's slow in places. I think that performances the, yeah. are generally good. Um, it's, it's a bit convoluted, but that kind of happens when you're, it's trying to oversimplify history. I think to a certain extent, um, there's, there's something fun about this idea of this Scotsman (laughs) who wants to take over the, you know, I mean, that is so bitter and I mean, it's very, that, that is a very, you know, United Kingdom thing. Um, yeah. The Scottish versus you know England and and whatnot. So it, it, there's some stuff there that probably works okay, mm. but it it just wasn't. I mean, I, for me, the film needed to be more of an adrenaline rush. I guess again, that's kind of what they're selling in the advertisement, right? But it, it really wasn't that, and I, I don't know. I mean, I just, uh, I mean, I, I I hate to say, I, I'm feeling indifferent to a lot of stuff right now. Um, Fair enough, and it happens. And, and, yeah, and, and I, but I hate it because it's hard to, you know, I, the film just didn't really work for me. Um, you know, the, the, the Kingsmen don't come together really until the very end of the film, which is fine. Right. Um, which, which is, you know, uh, totally fine, but I don't know. I mean, as far as prequels go, I, I I have to kind of say, do I care? Do I, do I care how this organization was established? And now that I know why and how, and I'm still not sure that I care. Fair enough.
0: You know, part, actually part of my problem watching this was, was that I was comparing too many scenes to 1917.
1: Uh, well, that, yes.
0: Okay. Uh, so bad, poor, sure. bad timing, uh, which, and you know, I loved 1917. So, yeah. uh, but no, I, I, so I, I think I like this a little more than you did. Like I said, I, I, I think it's closer to the, to the original than the sequel was. Um, I mean, but that, that original was just so unexpected.
1: Well, well, uh, yeah, and I think that was the, kind of the charm of the original one, is I think in the first few minutes, doesn't someone get sliced in half? Yeah. And heads explode, and there's that scene in the church, if yeah. I remember correctly, yeah, yeah. that's just absolutely crazy. So I think part of, again, I, I think that's the movie they're advertising, but that's not the movie that was made. Um, or at least that's not the movie that's going to be in theaters. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, you know, I, 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 so you know, whatever lightning in the bottle that you know they they had for the first film, they they've kind of just haven't been able to replicate. Okay, the whatever the formula was, they yeah. just haven't been able to capture it again. All right.
0: Well, so so that puts you in the the indifferent camp.
1: Yeah, uh, I
0: I still think it's fun, and I I think there are parts of it that you really do want to see on a big screen. Um, cause a lot of it is really cinematic. Uh, but, but you're right. A lot of the action, it is backloaded with the action sequences. So don't, if you go see it, don't expect to, you know, get wowed right out of the gate. Um, in an action sense, because it's not, it's not really there. So, uh, but yeah, so that opens tomorrow, December 22nd or today, depending on when I can drop this. Um, so uh, j- just prior to your Christmas holiday, if you're feeling like going to the theaters, uh, it's, it's out. It's fine. We'll see what happens. Uh, it's up against week two of Spider-Man. Uh, it is up against uh, a lot of things, uh, as we talked about earlier. So it'll be interesting to see how that all shakes out. Uh, again, we've got a lot more stuff to talk about. Uh, and then we'll be done for the holidays. Uh, and then, uh, I'm, I'm not sure what we're going to see first in January, but we'll be seeing something because the movies are still coming and that is a good thing for everybody. So, um, that is it for us. Uh, but until we get back to you, I'm Mark. That's Ryan. Bye Ryan.
1: (laughs) See you guys. Uh,
0: And we'll talk to everyone later. Planning for your next trip.